Welcome to Library Fugitives, a support group for people who get lost in the stacks. I'm Molly. And I'm Lindsay. And every... (laughs) So if you couldn't tell... Uh, This is our (laughs) blooper episode. Um, And you know it must have been great for Molly to say the fuck word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was like the fourth time I'd messed up that day, all right? But anyway... This is our blooper episode. We've got different little cuts and pieces from most of our episodes. Yeah, um, somewhere along the way. And some of our episodes have more bits than others. Uh, we also get some random visits from Molly's cat. Yeah, those, um, those will all be at the end because she's such a precious little bean. We're going to end on a nice little happy note. Right? Yes. Um, but in between the bloopers, we're <laughs> we have some rants and rambles for you. Mm -hmm. um that really kind of tangent off several times oh there there's one where we talk about things it literally starts with my job and winds up ranting about pat robertson yeah a religious leader is what i was gonna say but pat robertson um (laughs) so yeah that was a that not as weird as it might seem we'll get there but anyway enjoy our bloopers faffs and fubs yeah happy bonus episode thanks for sticking with us and even being willing to check out this weirdness of all things especially while we're taking a break so thank you guys and we hope you enjoy (sighs) kindle i want you freaking load my god molly we're recording fuck it (laughs) jesus christ okay Blooper number two. Super (laughs) blooper, lights are gonna blind me. (laughs) Okay, so just so you know, (laughs) this blooper (laughs) took place pretty much immediately after I told Lindsay to stop futzing around with the microphone because it was gonna fall off the stand. Okay, but I was trying to like make it closer to me because I was talking. You're the one that had scooted. Okay, I'm. The stand slides. I tried, but I was trying to turn the thing. Anyways, that's what this next clip is. Um, (laughs) It it was from our very first episode. (laughs) Picture this. I'm browsing through the bookstore in the young adult section when I see a table labeled LGBTQ plus fiction. As a toddler gay, because, you know, (laughs) been queer enough long enough to, you know, no longer be quite a baby gay, I'm immediately drawn in and recognize a book that our mutual friend Alexis had given to me, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Right next to that, however, is another book by the same author, this time with two girls on the front. And I start flipping through one last stop, expecting a fun modern day sapphic romance, and I immediately get a really welcome surprise. There's time loops afoot. Shit. <laughs> I told you. We need to restart recording. It was it was gonna tip anyways. Do not eat that. Put it down. Put it down. I'm hungry. No. After. We're gonna edit this. After. Okay. Screw you. I have to edit this now. Hey, blooper fodder. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> she is not the evil witch. It's just that one moment she's a human and the next she's a coyote. So what you just heard was Was some bullshit (laughs) of where Molly keeps this big bag of popcorn 
in her little solar like study it's library my tv room. room and my dentist because i have shit teeth my dentist is like popcorn is fine it's better for you than sugar so i keep a giant bag of popcorn i currently have two of them right now because i stock up whenever i find i it. didn't know that was in the room she put it on the other side that i sit on i think that was strategic <laughs> it is it was 100 percent strategic <laughs> because i was very hungry and i was doing it chill i wasn't saying anything i was planning on scooting but back you and could doing still it. hear the crunching okay there's background noise all the time sometimes we hear the sound of your cat running through the apartment it is what it is <laughs> anyways i was hungry and this bitch wouldn't <laughs> let me eat not while i was recording oh my gosh so so rude i still no and now you're hiding the popcorn yes. from me yes i am i don't know if we can move forward after this blooper <laughs> episode i think we might have to re-record the outro well you'll see if you see an outro if you hear us later saying oh yeah we have more episodes coming and it's in the episode we've worked things out after this little <laughs> explanation bit but holy shit molly <laughs> Adult graduate break. We're gonna cut that. But adult. Uh. Well, I'll tell you. The answer lies squarely on the shoulders of the palm gun. Oh, can we cut that out later? Yeah. My mom's wearing a shirt that says "Dear daughter, be a Buffy, not a Billa." It's a ruse. He bites her, but it is then nearly killed. Hold up. Gasp. This week we'll be talking about original public books that were originally <laughs> Antonia teaches or Jazz teaches Antonia the basics of floating and even when Antonia refuses to fail even whoop hold on then the school counts it the hmm. you're going to have to cut your <coughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. You're it's... not dead. Okay. <coughs> You good? I am good. I just wanted to make sure I got it all out before we continued. Okay. And cut. She seeks not only to take away Christmas, but to keep Narnia forever in the dark and cold, never able to slowly see the sun. Want to try again? <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut that. So. We're probably going to have to stop at some point and then pick up again. Okay. But it's okay. We're probably going to have to do that with Christmas Carol, too. So. What do you mean? Stop and pick we back up? We can only do 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. And mm. cut. Not only um, does Lucy use her cordial to hear... Um, cut. The creek... Hmm. So this next bit you're about to listen to, um, as some of you may know um, from listening to our episodes, we have different styles of like making writing our notes. Up. Yeah, making our notes. I type mine up sometimes because it's just easier for me to like word vomit, like type than it is handwriting. I think because when I'm handwriting, it feels like a school assignment and that always paralyzes me. And uh, see, for me, handwriting is my way of taking notes. Whereas typing is, I am writing a thing. You yeah. know, it's it's either a fanfic or a story or something. And that is work. 
Yeah. So this is my style of word vomit is to handwrite notes. Mm-hmm. However, um, Molly quite often, um, I have shit handwriting. And so she doesn't know how to read her own handwriting sometimes. Okay. So sometimes there's a really long time between recording episodes and making notes of episodes. Yeah. And during that time period, I will sometimes forget the word that I wrote. Anyways, enjoy Molly not being able to read her own writing. (laughs) During his rant, he reveals that Maria isn't... What? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Scrooge heads home to his... Pardon. So what you're about to hear now <laughs> is some of our longer bloopers. They're not even really bloopers. They're full-on rants. One of them's like just tw- a 20-minute session of us just recording and talking about stuff. Like it's Yeah. It goes way into like a bunch of a bunch of different things and lots of rabbit trails. So we did put that one towards the end. So if you need to skip that one, you can. But it is palatable for those who don't have good attention spans like us, uh, because we do go on several different little mini rants along the way. So yeah. hopefully it changes pace often enough that like you can you can bear it a little bit. So enjoy. Define normal. Sorry, can we pause and cut yeah. this because I have to go to the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> so your your one was really short this week. Yeah, what, how long is yours? I have six pages of notes. I have several pages of notes, too! Handwritten. Okay, you did it literally last night, Molly. Okay, it worked in high school, it's working for me now. You are just like my sister. You know, people like me that did the work ahead of time and prepared, and they're like, I'm so excited. I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna have my drafts, and I'm gonna do the hard work. I'm not saying it was a good thing. Okay, Okay. we we hated you in high school. Just letting you know, we hated students like you. We're like, we put in all this hard work, and then they come in and still outshine us. Okay, so, funny story about uh in high school you say some fucking silly ass story i had to i had to give an oral book report and uh forgot until the day it was due so literally the bell, not even the bell before i uh i came into school early sat in the classroom early because that teacher was amazing loved her uh my forensic science class actually so that was fun uh-huh but, please uh, get to the part that i'm sure will make me upset i hadn't even read the book in like a month and I was like, oh, I d- but I can remember what this is. And we just, just had to be re- related to law. Mm-hmm. So I did it in less than half an hour and got uh-huh. an A. Uh-huh. An A, you say? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God, we were recording. Shit. And now it's time for a piece of Poe trivia. We do Poe fact. Yeah. I like that. Sorry. We can just go from okay. this. And now it's time for a piece of poof. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Bloopers. Yes. Okay. And now it's time for a piece of Poe trivia. Poe facts. Fuck! <laughs> just cut. Just cut it. No, This is going to no. be a whole blooper. Yes. Remember? It's fine. We'll cut. I'll cut it into pieces. And now it's time for a Poe fact. And go. Okay, yeah. so do we really... Okay, I get it, the whole 30-minute thing, but... So yeah. you're saying we'll just do the little pieces? Yeah, it's instead? just gonna be safer to do it that way. Okay. Why does it take so long to load, though? I don't know, but... What are you we'll... gonna label it? Po-bio. Okay. That's what makes sense, I guess. Yeah. 
He's so po, he don't have a bio. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> We've... Shit. <laughs> we should at this point. Okay. Well, I, okay. You know how my friends have been showing me the Star Wars movies and, like, we finished that? Yeah. And then I was showing um, them... Lord of the okay i wasn't showing them lord of the rings the husband had already seen it the wife has seen it like once but she kind of forgot about it yeah i can only watch lord of the rings like in one sitting all the way through which is what's a whole day time consuming yeah you have to you have to be prepared well it was the last time it was the extended editions and we started at like eight in the morning and it went till three in the morning and my friend and i are both lying there on the couch like is it over yet especially with food and bathroom breaks (laughs) yeah and now that there's the Hobbit extended edition, oh my god, that is a 24 hour experience, and you better pack food in coolers <laughs> and just be okay with it, and then like learn how to use the bathroom in 60 seconds so you don't get too much <laughs> off of a timeline. It reminds me when uh, the Avengers first came out, AMC did like the marathon. It started mm-hmm. at seven in the morning. Isn't that how you met Haley? I mean Faye. No, it was. Um, that was the Iron Man marathon. The Iron Man marathon is how you meant. No, uh, the Avengers marathon is the one where I sat there with my jaw hanging because I hated superhero movies, mm-hmm. couldn't stand them. Which, as anyone who's seen the show can tell, any of our TikToks anyway. Oh yeah, um, complete one eighty. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, I, my first superhero movie experience was Spider Man two. And it kind of really turned me off of superhero movies for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I was really obsessed with Joss Whedon. And I say unfortunately because he's a dickhead. But this was before this was you before realized the all of, of the news came out and all that jazz. Yeah. So I had been working my way through the entire Joss Whedon back collection and then i found out he was doing the avengers and i was so excited i was gonna go see this movie my mom goes well you can't just start with the avengers Mm -hmm. so amc was doing a marathon and they started it was iron man incredible hulk iron man 2 and then you got lunch and then in 3d it was thor captain america and then the midnight 3d release of the avengers and it was 45 bucks it started at seven in the morning and ran till whenever the avengers ended at night (laughs) uh but I was hooked. <laughs> but and, and we were talking Lord of the Rings. Well, technically, yes, but even that was just deleted. This is the longest <laughs> intro to any story we've ever done. Um, but basically, I was reintroducing the wife of the friend group to um, Lord of the Rings, and their son had never seen it. Um, he had recently seen the Hobbit movies, which I will fight. And, like, it's okay if you can say you don't like the Hobbit movies or say they're not book accurate in certain areas or whatever but i know people, they're fun they're fun and that was my introduction that was how i got into tolkien at all was when the hobbit movies were coming out again this is turning into a really long story but i <laughs> promise it'll be worth it um but like that's how i got into tolkien in the first place so like i'm going to talk about this when we do our um yeah tolkien special whenever that comes out eventually eventually so we'll get the full story but like I bonded with my dad over it. Like when we went to go see it, like that was how we got into it. And I loved it. And I have a special place in my heart for it. I can't believe Lord of the Rings, your Lord of the Rings obsession started that recently. Well, cause Lord of the Rings came out in 2001. I was two years old. 
I keep forgetting that you're an infant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning 24 <laughs> this year. Be nice. Okay. My youngest brother is turning 27. 26? 26 this year. My youngest brother's turning 26 this year. Okay. Still. Okay. I will be 31 in the matter of three weeks. I am a grown weeks. woman. Stop infantilizing me. I will be 31 in the matter of three weeks. Hey, you're almost at your Jesus birthday. <laughs> what the fuck, Lindsay? <laughs> Technically, you're almost at your hobby birthday, too, because that's 33. Which brings us back to Lord of the Rings. Anyways. <sighs> so we're doing that. We just finished that up last week at the time that we're recording this. So this week, when I'm hanging out with these friends, we're watching Stardust. They've never seen it, like, at all. Okay, so to be fair... I hadn't seen it until a year and a half ago. Huh? Yeah, it just wasn't in my wheelhouse. It's a fantasy movie with magic and all like okay, fairies, so and it has Michelle Pfeiffer looking fine as hell. Until middle school, which would be about the time you were three or four years old. Mm-hmm. I was on a strict diet of Veggie Tales and Nick Jr. Because Christian household. Yeah, I know. So I never had that culture reference. Keeps it. Hi, you're interrupting our story, love. That's okay. She's worth it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, I was dog sitting and one of our friends, it was actually two of our friends came up and the older one was like, you have never seen this movie. We're watching this movie. And, I mean, it's really freaking good. I, I just mean, hadn't seen it. The entire cast. First off, you have Daredevil himself, Charlie Cox, as the protagonist. Yeah. One of them. Claire Danes. And, um, what, oh, what's his face? The, uh, uh, Witcher. Henry, Ca you, Henry Cavill. Okay, I'm bad with names. We know this already. Anyways, you get, okay, not, okay, spoiler for, like, my a minor, like, hint plot point that they kind of joke about towards the end. Um, Henry Cavill plays a character who's, like, uh, Charlie Cox's character's main rival for, like, the girl he thinks he wants. But then none of and, them end up. Anyway. Together. Yeah. None of them end up together. And he... Turns out to be bi, I think, in the end, because he falls in love with Robert De Niro's gay pirate captain, and we love it. <laughs> like, oh, and Michelle Pfeiffer's a witch. You have um her turning an actual goat into a human, pretending to be her husband for a brief scene to trick the characters. Uh, you want to know who plays the human version of the goat? Mr. Fucking Weasley. I know. What? I know, okay. And look. then you've got Prince Caspian playing the young version of Dunstan Thorne, uh, Charlie Cox's character, Tristan's father. Like, it's fantastic. Also, there's discount greasy looking Snape in there, Septimus. Um, he's like Snape, but from Walmart. Yeah, no, I know. Uh -huh. I just, uh, trust me, I am aware. I am slowly curing my cultural deficits, okay? Mm -hmm. The book's really good. The public library has it. You should read that, too, at some yeah, point. I, I know you have a lot on the TBR. know that it was based on a book. Yeah, it's Neil Gaiman. You know he did, like, American I know who Neil Gaiman is. I followed yeah. him on Tumblr. Yeah. He's not just a Tumblr personality. You do know that. No, I know that. Okay. I know he's an author. I read Good Omens. Mm-hmm. Love Good Omens. But, uh... You want to know my Neil Gaiman introduction? What? Coraline. 
terrifying. Oh my freaking god. We used to, uh, when I worked retail, we used to sell the fucking dolls at work. And every time one came across my desk, I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, 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 nope. You could not pay me to watch that movie. Uh, No. What were we even talking about again? Because I'm pretty sure we've been going for almost eight minutes about, like, nothing related to the subject we were actually supposed to be talking about. It doesn't matter. This is, this is blooper fodder. We're just sticking random ass stories in here. Okay, so is this just good, like, when we title the blooper, is this just gonna be about, like, okay, are we gonna title it, like, Lord of the Rings slash Neil Gaiman? I have no idea. Uh, okay, well. But now you've had a peek into our rather interesting lives. Yes. Okay, so my TV tie-in novel requires a bit of backstory. Not within the plot of the book, actually, but in real life. (laughs) So, as many of you listeners are aware, Molly is the one that came up with the idea for this podcast. Given how persuasive she can be when she's passionate about something, (laughs) uh, I obviously agreed, because I've experienced her when I put things off for a while. Yes. Uh, Now, I know it may be hard to believe, (laughs) but she spent several months... Yes, months, attempting to convince me to watch the TV show Leverage. Finally, I agreed. Only because she was cat-sitting for me and had to had access to my Blu-ray player and my DVD. Yep, uh, literally a week and a half, and I managed to watch every episode from the first three seasons. And I, I can see why, mm-hmm. why you were so insistent. It's pretty good. Still not my favorite like crime TV show, but it's up there. <sighs> I mean, you got Criminal Minds, you got SVU. It's very mm-hmm. hard to. This isn't a crime show, though. Anyway, it it's in the same realm. They are, they are a band of criminals doing their thing to like. Where I'm getting into that, you are ruining my Sorry. intro. Ugh. Anyways, drama queen, you can't even let me do my <laughs> intro without being like, actually. <laughs> It's my favorite show, guys. It really is. Um, And again, it was really good. They have a fun cast of characters. Nate Ford, who's the mastermind. Sophie Devereaux, the grifter and British. Um, That's half. That's both halves of generally what her personality comes back to in the show. Grifter and British. Yeah, pretty much. Uh- <laughs> the best actor you've ever seen when she's breaking the law. Yes. Uh, there's Alec Hardison, who's the hacker, who is also played... Um, by i can't remember the actor's name but he's really fucking good yes um his name oh crap now that you've asked me i can't remember um anyways he was in the invisible man that just came out he's also going to be in black adam he plays hawkman um oh crap you keep talking i'm gonna look up okay let's just we can restart over honestly or cut yeah. Vincent Ciccolini, who along with his two buddies, Abraham Lipnick and Anthony Rosselli, retired to Miami 15 years ago. Abraham Limpdick? Lipnick. Lipdick. Lipnick. Okay. Oh my god, you have no idea. They, they put me on protective orders at work. Okay. Um, so-, so, so brief explanation for those of y'all listening. <laughs> um, I work for the court system. Uh, it was not my first choice. <laughs> um, it's a government job with really good health care and it's full time. So I had to take it. Uh, not that I wanted to take it, but uh, there you go. Protective orders in the state of Virginia. Th- honestly, there's no such thing as a restraining order. Restraining order is a term made up for TV and movies. It is a protective order and it is a piece of paper that does nothing 
except when the person comes back to your house and you have a protective order, they can get arrested for violating a protective order. That's it. That's all it does. Mm -hmm. We have had some insane ones. Oh my God. Okay. So this is actually a few years ago. I was working the front counter and this lady came up and wanted to file against this person. And I'm I like, I remember you telling me this story. Uh, <laughs> I got to go. And uh, he's he's a pretty big celebrity. He's a pretty big celebrity. Um, wherever you think this is going, um, you don't. You and don't, uh, you don't know where this. Is oh going. no, this is the second. Th that's the second one. Oh, okay. I will. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Never mind. I, I will put that in. Okay. Um. So, oh. you know, the show Family Guy, right? vaguely i've never watched it okay so this lady comes in she's trying to sue a fictional character no, or some shit. she is not trying to sue a fictional character <laughs> oh dear lord in heaven um you remember the name of the no person? i do not which is why i'm googling it um <laughs> molly how do you you're like i'm gonna tell the story and okay. i don't remember i know i know I'm the story about. i know the story but i've never watched any of this guy's stuff so okay. maybe some of you have figured it out when i said family guy uh she filed two protective orders against seth mcfarlane saying that he stole her jokes and that she wants all of his money but now he's like yeah it was it was interesting okay it yeah I, so we have in our records two protective orders against seth mcfarlane well and here's the thing i wouldn't be surprised if seth mcfarlane did steal jokes from people at some point again i'm not familiar with yes, his work but, but it wouldn't be someone in virginia <laughs> not in virginia beach no 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 um but then a couple months ago <laughs> And okay, here's here it is. Here's the one I know. This is the one Lindsay knows. <laughs> it cracks me the fuck up. It cracks me up thinking about it. This lady came up to the counter and she wanted this person is also I would call them a celebrity. Yeah. I would say they a, trade a on their personality. They they trade on their fame. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to file against him because she swore up and down that this person was psychically turning her children into witches, was magically assaulting her in her sleep, and that he had planted bombs in all of the black churches in the area because he wanted them to all follow his church. I am talking about, of course, Joel Olstein and his wife. Here's the thing. <laughs> Joel Osteen has done some shady shit. Like, no, I don't deny that. No, I'm just saying, like, that being said, as some, as people who are in, like, who has grown up in, like, religious communities and stuff and, like, have yeah. been around, we know about Joel Osteen. We know about the fact that when flooding and all the natural disasters were happening, he, re he like, resisted having his church used as a safe house yeah. for people displaced by no, natural disasters. He's a, he's a shady, shady SOB. But, but this <laughs> is... So you got to pick Joel Osteen for coming through your TV and no, turning your not children. not through the TV. Just the psychically. The astral plane. How did he know that she existed and decided to target her? I don't know, but it was so funny because the judge 
you the judges have to hear the stories out because a protective order is a very serious thing it can restrict someone's rights it can restrict their civil liberties it is a thing so the judge had to hear her out and he denied it on the grounds of ma'am we can't protect you on the astral plane and it, it oh it hmm thing of beauty but this lady had been outside in our lobby for probably four hours talking to herself everybody in line and the wall so she had some serious issues going on yeah and to be fair there's people that we you don't know what she had going on in her head beyond the joel osteen problem i don't and i i'm not I'm I'm not laughing at her in the context of I'm laughing at her. I'm laughing at the situation. About the specific thing of it being Joel Osteen in the astral plane. Turning just, her children into witches. Just fucking with her. Like Yes, that that is what I am laughing about. It is kind of funny. Um ever since you told me that story a couple months ago uh-huh. when it happened. Um, I, like, thought, wouldn't it be funny if I tried to do the same thing with Pat Roberts? (laughs) For context, Lindsay went to Regent University. I'm not proud of it. Also, I got stuck there. After two years in, I was like, I don't want to be here. But because almost all of my classes, even the non-religion ones, had a religious component, most of my credits wouldn't transfer to another college. I would have had to start over except for, like, the very basics. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm stuck here. Um, also, a wild trip. Any of you just Google Pat Robertson controversy. There's a whole Wikipedia page. Not just not about Pat Robertson. Oh, my God. It's about Pat Robertson controversies. And, in fact... Lindsay was reading me this list while we were driving, and I almost had to pull over because I was laughing so hard. I'm going to pull it up right now, actually. Oh, my and gosh. just go through the highlights. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on. No, I don't. Uh, yes, I'm well, reading my you're... Marauders fan fiction, but not right now. <laughs> because well, Marauders era is socially accepting of the gays and queers and trans people. And guess what? It's better. Fan fiction's better. Take away the credit. We will also probably go into that in our Potter special in yes. July. But... but while Lindsay's pulling that list up, I have to talk about... Um... This is just one last case. This was years ago, and this lady was filing a civil suit. Because I work in the civil division. I don't work in the criminal division. I work in the civil division. This lady wanted to file a civil suit for pain and suffocating. Instead of pain and suffering. Was she being... Did she mean suffering? Yes. Uh... And we get things like we have continuance requests that comes in, but they're all listed as continuous requests. And it's it's just like you just kind of have to shut your eyes sometimes and just, ooh, sigh. So do you have your list up? I do. Um, so those of you who don't know, uh, P-Rob as... <laughs> people call him from Regent, sometimes with affection. Most of the time we're with taking the derision. piss out of him. Oh yeah, we're most like, oh, it's P-Rob, because we... Anyways. Anyway. Um, he fancies himself a prophet that can tell the future based on the word of God that is revealed only to him. 
um, sounds a little sketch. A little bit. So that's one of them was the predictions. That's the first one. Um, he also does faith healing. We're not really going to touch that because there's different things within like faith that I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're I just pers- not touching. Even though I don't personally believe in it, I'm not going to shit directly on it. You yeah. Know? Um, so, oh, first fun one came up. Calling non-Christians termites. Um, let me let me click on to that one. No, yep. just keep going with the list, please. No, no, we, this is fun. Basically, uh, in a 1986 New York Magazine article, Robertson was quoted as saying, it is interesting that termites don't build things, and the great builders of our nation almost to a man have been Christians, because Christians have the desire to build something. Okay, let, 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 me, let me just stop you right there. Have you never seen a termite hill in Africa? They're fucking huge. Yeah, um, his, what he views as Africa is highly offensive, so we're, <laughs> oh, also the fact that uh, rumors surrounding the fact that his first child was conceived out of wedlock, so given the fact that he had his whole uh, code of conduct at Regent, you know, yeah. that's a little... Uh, comments on Islam, comments on Hinduism, uh, comments on Christian denominations, uh, feminism, homosexuality, abortion, and liberalism is all in one section. That's all uh-huh. grouped together. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the best P. Rob quotes ever. <laughs> so fucking wild. Robertson is opposed to abortion and same-sex marriage. He has described feminism as a socialist anti-family political movement that encourages women to leave their husbands, kill their children, practice witchcraft, destroy capitalism, and become lesbians. I mean, you're (laughs) not wrong, but it's actually in reverse. Yeah, it kind of, you know, and obviously we do not advocate the actual murdering of live children or people. But we are, I, I at least, I can't claim to speak for Lindsay. I am pro-choice. Same. And I would not, I would personally not choose to have an abortion, but. The choice is up to other people. Exactly. And that's what pro-choice means. So many people are like, well, I wouldn't myself. So, but other people would, but because I wouldn't, I'm going to, you do realize that means you're pro-choice. I am not. Uh, So no, I'm pro-choice too. So (laughs) there's that, but it's just. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was such a whammy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and become lesbians is the last bit, as if that's the worst part of all of it. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Uh, comments on Scotland. I don't even want to know. What? Do you want to know? No. Okay. Um, comments on Chinese abortions. What? Specifically. Uh, racehorse ownership, because he owns racehorses also. Fucking hilarious. Um... Well, it's not really, but he wasn't seriously hurt. But about my freshman year of college, um, shortly after I had started, um, word got around campus that he was riding his horse in his 90s. Okay, but he fell off his horse. (laughs) He didn't, he went to the hospital and he came back within a couple hours. He was fine, but it was like, for a brief moment, everyone at Regent was like, Did Pat Robertson die? Are we free? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, but the controversy is he owns racehorses and is against betting, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, comments on the U.S. State Department. Comments on Dover, Pennsylvania. <laughs> of all places! <laughs> um, uh, on November 
2005 broadcast of his show, The 700 Club, Robertson told citizens of Dover, Pennsylvania, that they had rejected God by voting out of office all seven members of the school board who support intelligent design, which basically means creationism by the Judeo-Christian God. Yes. So. (laughs) Which I've actually got a really cool theory on that, but we're not going to get into that right now because then we're just going to devolve into religion talk yeah no maybe not right now um comments on ariel sharon's help i don't know who ariel sharon is um but i he probably wasn't being supportive uh comments about liberal professors i had liberal professors in my in the english department (laughs) if you did not have a liberal professor in college at least one you went to the wrong fucking college (laughs) yeah and let's be real like there were so many like like i think the english department we you were either extra super liberal or you were like extra super conservative okay, there was so, no in between but while i'm going to interrupt your list mm-hmm. my brother and i we both love the band skillet yes i love skillet because it is hard rock music that i know i can blast at full volume and it's not going to be f this f that you know you can play it around i can play it around children if Mm -hmm. i need to or i can roll my windows down and know that i'm not going to be like subjecting other people who may not want to hear exactly okay exactly so we both really enjoy this music and at winter jam which is a christian concert because skillet is a christian band if you did not know this information Mm -hmm. i do know people who don't know this information um they were at winter jam and so of course we went it was my brother and i were both born in february so it was in february and it was just it was a fun time until the lead singer of skillet (laughs) oh god yeah got up on the stage and was ranting about how college is turning all these kids liberal and da 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 and what's really freaking funny is that Winter Jam is 90% supported by Liberty College. Now, they are a Christian college, but so is Regent. So there's going to be liberal teachers there. And I'm just, I'm cracking up and he's like, kids are not, shouldn't go to college. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, dude, you are being paid by a college right now. Yeah. So that, it, oh, that just cracked me up. Well, apparently Liberty's the only true university according to some of the people that are affiliated with it. Anyways, um, but on a similar vein, before we get back to Pat Robertson, if you want, like, a quote-unquote Christian rock, this may be more, this band that I'm about to talk about maybe more pop rock than, like, hard rock. Uh-huh. Switchfoot's lead singer, John Foreman, has posted videos and talked several times about supporting the rights and freedoms of the LGBTQ community. I love that man. He, and Switchfoot has such good music. It really does. Like, even people I know, like myself, who are in the process of, like, deconstructing all the harmful stuff and figuring out where we stand with, like, religion and stuff, Switchfoot is still something that we can feel comfortable, at least I can, that yeah. I feel comfortable listening to as one of my old favorites of Christian music. And another one that I really, I gotta hype up is gonna be... Um, Toby Mac. Toby Mac, so good. Love Toby Mac, and I love... Um, Oh, what was his first band? Give DC me a, Talk. Yeah, DC Talk. DC With Talk. Michael Tate that was yes. in Newsboys. He took over Newsboys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh my gosh, love Toby Mac. Especially after his son passed away. It, oh, that was a horrible tragedy. But he he wrote this new album working through this pain. He thought he would never write music again. But then he wrote this album working through his pain. And it's it's uh it's his best album yet 
in my opinion. Just showing the power of grief. And he also had several songs that were, that he allowed to like be used by a lot of people during um, the height of the uh, George Floyd protests and things. Um, Um, And him and Mandisa also. Love Mandisa. She's so good. Uh, She, she had a a cameo spot on his album. um, Boomin or no, the song is Boomin. The album is welcome to diversity. I'm, I'll, I will look because I have all of his music. Keep well, talking. one of the songs that relates both the things of him and Mandisa and the uh, pro and like uh-huh. the protests and racial inequality in America, their song "Bleed the Same." That yes. was one of the major ones. Um, but it so even then, so there's that. Also, Lauren Daigle is like very supportive of Love the queer community, Lauren Daigle. and she's so sweet. And she got a lot of backlash when she like that first happened. So like, just all these there there are a lot of Christian musical artists who are really good people who can make you feel safe and supported if you're not you know feeling that way uh, because you're a part of any marginalized community portable sounds booming and if you listen to the album track mandisa does this bit at the end where she sings opera and it's beautiful and she was on american idol i know and she got simon cowell to apologize on air i know she's the best anyways back to pat roberts back to shit people (laughs) anyways uh leg press claims i don't know what that is (laughs) <laughs> uh, racist comments about Asian appearance. We probably know what that is. We don't need yeah. to go further. Um, 2010 Haiti earthquake. Also, I don't want to hear whatever he had to say about that. That probably was like, it yeah. was a punishment for the sins of the people of Haiti. Probably. Because he says that about a lot of things. <laughs> uh, comments on marijuana laws. Uh, comments advocating divorce. Uh, which. Advocating divorce? Uh, hold on. Um. On a September 2011 broadcast of his show, a viewer talked about a friend who was bitter at God because the wife had Alzheimer's disease and the friend had started seeing another woman. The viewer asked Robertson for his advice. Robertson responded, I know it sounds cruel, but if he's going to do something, he should divorce her and start all over again, but make sure she has custodial care and somebody looking after her. He continued saying, if you respect that vow, you say, till death do us part. That is a kind of death. So, you know, a lot of people that are like, oh, you shouldn't advocate for divorce of any kind were upset, but... There are also people like me who are upset because, um, first off, you know, in sickness and in health. Sickness and health. Sickness. So that's not a valid reason to leave your spouse. There are plenty of shitty people who leave their spouse when their spouse gets a health diagnosis. And, and just so you know, this is in the context of a Christian marriage. Yeah. And, but Pat Robertson also several times has said if there's issues of, like, spousal discord or abuse that they should go to counseling and work it out instead of the abused person being allowed allowed quote unquote so that's what pisses me off um (laughs) okay so we've been doing this for 20 minutes now (laughs) okay i'm almost done well i'm not almost done there's a lot of lists so we're just going to do a speed run of all the stuff um comments on spousal abuse so we just kind of covered that Uh um Comments on eight. Comments on the U.S.-Saudi Arabia relations after the death of Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, comments on critical race theory. Comments about mass shootings. Comments about the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine. Wow. Um. So, yeah. 
he's a wild, wild personality. And also, if you didn't know, um, he ran for president. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Pat Robertson. When? Ran for president. I think it was back against the same time that, like, Bush Sr. was running. So um, just after Reagan. I think so. It was about that time. So it was 1988. We hate Reagan in this household, by the way. Oh, fuck off. And my, a lot of my extended family members lump him like, you do realize he was like. He's the reason that president. you have to currently live with your children, right? Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, he ran for president as an independent. <laughs> he obviously didn't win. And I think the world is better for it. Ugh. How could you imagine? All right, so we're going to wrap this little story time up okay. and get you some more bloopers. So as many of you may know, <laughs> uh, we record this at Molly's house. Yes, and I have a wonderful, sweet little fluff butt fur baby named Gidget. She is um, a ball of curiosity and anxiety, and she'll often pop in at will. Yeah, so she's my... ESA, my emotional support animal, and honestly, her anxiety is worse than mine. So she does this little in, out, in, out, in, out thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she pops in more often than you will hear in these next couple of clips. Um, but these are the ones that really just kind of devolve from yes. what we were actually talking about. <laughs> so, um, and if you guys have any pets, you'll understand there are some moments where you're like, I must stop what I'm doing and talk yes. to the animal. Yes. So enjoy my lovely little Gidget. Okay, hang on. We'll cut this out, but there's a Gidget behind you. Hi, Gidget. Are you concerned about me? <laughs> She's like, you're laying on the ground. Thank you for showing me your butt, though. That's nice. <laughs> Sorry. Bye you're hi. good. <laughs> okay. Uh, plenty of other things to enjoy. Hello, my love. There you are, sweet goober. I know, I know she doesn't like being picked up, but I just want to scoop her all the time. I know. And I, and I can't because she'll be mad. Oh, my sweet gadget. Hi, goody goody. Love bug. Oh, this is definitely not going in this episode, but it's going in our blooper oh, episode. Oh, yes, we're going <laughs> to cut this out and it's going to be perfect. Because you've got your little jingly bells on. Jingle birdie. <laughs> okay, but what she's, are you staring at? She's like, this is the warmest room in the house. Oh, okay. It, what are we doing? It finished. Still? It finished loading. Okay, okay. let me. Uh, let's call it. Oh, take a break. Let's do that. Take a break and get away. <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. Um, you I should, should know me better by now. I should not have done that. I understood that reference. <laughs> Don't forget to look us up on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you can find us in a mint container. <laughs> Minty Fresh book review. <laughs> Well, we hope you enjoyed our little blooper episode. Uh, thank you, really, for sticking yeah. with us during our time off with the break. The holidays hit us really hard. Oh. A lot of things were happening with both of us. So thank you for um, enjoying us. And, and thank you for listening to this episode. Um, yeah, because if you listen to this, you're really getting to see who we are behind the scenes <laughs> when we're not being super polished. If you think we're weird and rambly in our other episodes... 
Oh, honey. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we are trying to work on getting episodes recorded yes. um, so we can start season two of Library <laughs> Fugitives. Which we're only calling season two because we took this really long break, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you would like to contact us... Um, for any way, shape, or form. We do have an email. Um, we don't check that one as often. Not um, as often. So, it, But if you prefer that, that would be librayfugitivespodcast at gmail.com. Um, but you're more likely to reach us at any of our social medias. Which is at librayfugitives, which is on... You want to get it right this time? It's on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. So check us out there, reach out, give us a comment, a like, a follow. Um, we love to hear from you guys, and we're glad that you guys seem to enjoy listening to us. <laughs> so until our next episode, stay safe in the stacks out there. Bye! Bye.